This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, good Saturday afternoon, everybody. I'm your host, Rich Orris, and this is Right at Home with Rich. Thanks for tuning in today. Today is going to be a pretty special day. Today's bathroom day. So from the first consult at your home all the way through building your dream bathroom, we have it all right here today. Here to join me today is kind of my right-hand radio show man, Todd Bachman. He's going to be kind of helping me through this today we thought we would kind of make it a little interesting turn the tables a bit maybe have some fun with this you know because you know everyone knows right i've been doing this for about seven years now talking to you all answering some hard questions interviewing basically every position and trade in the remodeling industry over the years but i've really never been interviewed myself on this show right here so today That's what we're going to be looking at is Todd's got some curiosities, some questions. He's going to be running through what he'd like to know about our process and our bathrooms and how we do it. And this week's hack, what should you not keep in your medicine cabinet? You will definitely be surprised for this one. We'll go on the road with Rich and we're going to dive into actually last night's bathroom remodeling visit. I was just at nice and fresh for you. But for now, I just want to get this thing started. I'm super excited. I can't wait. Great idea for the show today, Todd. Thanks, and thanks for participating in it. Not a problem. Thank you so much, Rich. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to flip the script on you, interview you, and we're going to find all the details about Rich Oris today. It'll be interesting. (laughs) So, uh, Rich, first I wanted to start. You mentioned seven years doing this on the radio, but you've been in the construction and remodeling industry far longer than that. So let me just first start off with, you know, how did you get your start in this business? Well, so, you know, my start kind of came, you know, like I've been talking about the the labor right now and, and the shortage and the things. And we talk about how, you know, part of this is caused by, you know, schools pushing college, four-year college, two-year college, do the, and not really pushing trades. And so my school wasn't much different than any other. And, and you know, I, I got into, went to UMSL, uh, couldn't pass psychology, history, just wasn't, you know, this great book thing. But, you know, gym class, straight A's, shop, straight A's, love things. No one ever kind of looked and said, you know, 
with the way you are, you might really enjoy doing something. So I just kind of flipped and started, you know, cutting grass, doing some stuff like that. My, my father had his own company painting and apartment maintenance and that. So started working for him, started cutting some of the lawns of, of all their, their properties and then started painting and fixing them and just learning on hands and, you know, really just started to enjoy it. It was like, you know, it's kind of a feel good. You, you, at the end of the day, you've done something, you've accomplished something. You know, it's really kind of a lot of fun getting to do that. And definitely today, I, I miss that a little bit sometimes of, of not, you know, I get to see it. I get to help people get there, but I don't really get the hands on, you know, anymore right. like I used to. Um, so it's still a good feeling, but it is nice to actually do that stuff. And so I just kind of progressed from there, you know, working with family isn't, doesn't always work out to be the best. <laughs> I, I had a friend that I worked with for, for about a year or so that didn't really work out to be the best. I worked for several different companies, you know, prior to, to finding Mosby building arts and, and Scott Mosby, and really getting into a different atmosphere and, you know, kind of like what we do here and how we do it. So, you know, now fast forward 20 years of, of being here now, um, I kind of went back to school, learned that you can be book smart if it's things that you like or it's focused, which is like the trade school conversation, yeah. right? I mean, it's focused on what you're going to do. You don't have to know what year Lincoln got shot right. to, to build a house. That's or, true. You know, um, so Not even Lincoln Logs. You, can, exactly. you don't even have to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So since then, you know, um, here at Mosby was really the first place that, that started training that we're like, we want you to know more than, than you do. Um, we're, we're looking for the best in, in everybody. So since then... Oh, geez, we've done all kinds of, you know, five-star certifications and roofing, siding, moisture, um, been trained by the Building Performance Institute just on how a home should function scientifically. Uh, I'm a lead-safe work practice certified renovator. I'm a master shingle applicator. I learn all this stuff so that I can then hopefully prescribe the right thing for everybody's homes and in remodels yeah and you mentioned uh the science of it you know remodeling is a science building houses is a science mosby building arts it's also an art form as well yeah um so you can look at it that way it's not just getting your hands dirty cutting things installing things it is a science there's a lot that goes into it oh absolutely and there's a lot in you know changing it's it's like a like a doctor educating you know learning new things it's always changing right and, you know you need to learn and understand all these things yeah it's a house doctor that's essentially what <clears throat> yep. it is you're diagnosing an issue you're also the surgeon as well you can uh you know obviously do something that will fix the house uh that'll get the result for the homeowner you said you know it's great a great feeling to be able to uh, work on something, see the result. And it's not only just seeing the physical result of it, you also get to do something for someone, a homeowner that uh, may have an issue with their house. So you're fixing something for someone. 
you get to make someone happy that way too, which is an amazing yeah, feeling. A lot of fun. Yeah. So what about your favorite part of your job right now with Mosby? <clears throat> well, I would say probably really just getting to do the right thing on so many levels um, throughout the entire project. So not just getting them into good projects and getting to see that in the end, that is certainly gratifying, but the path along the way, <clears throat> having happy clients, having them get there without a lot of issues or without putting out fires or, you know, having problems to see them happy in that aspect, not just the job, but how it went, how we communicated, how we did everything. You know, I did start here at Mosby as a project manager um, coming into this consulting role and figuring out projects and doing things, it was a little bit odd for me when, you know, kind of the first time I came into the office and said, hey, I got this great door. You know, we need to order this door so we can get this door installed. And in production looked at me and said, well, that's great, Rich. I appreciate that. Has the project manager approved that purchase? And I was kind of like, yeah, okay. So yeah, I trained like a lot of our project managers. I've been a project manager, but we have this process that we go through where, you know, that's their job. That's right. their second look. Maybe I misread. Maybe I was thinking of a different house. There's so many aspects that I'm doing differently now that, you know, I thought I've done this. I can install this door if you needed me to. I just don't do that anymore. Let's just get it ordered. And they're like, nope, project manager's got to go double verify, measure, make sure it's going to work, make sure it's going to fit, make sure they could do it right. So we have these processes that we just don't stray from. And good news is, you know, your door is going to work, your door is going to fit, and we're not going to have a whole bunch of doors at our shop that didn't fit. You know, so it's just a, a great system that works for everybody, keeps everybody happy. Yeah, it's checks and balances. That's what you need, you know, in, in any process. So good thing Mosby has that so we can, you know, make sure the quality is there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And what about the most challenging part of your job? So I would say probably the most challenging part is really just trying to be correct all the time yeah you know just because it is a science sometimes we are working off of theories we are working you know i mean have you ever heard of a, a doctor misdiagnosing something and they're oh, like yeah. oh we figured out it was this oh gosh or you know nobody's perfect um you know like i talk about all the time i look at a house it has three roof leaks and none of them are actually a roof leak so right. It is, you know, it can be easy to just kind of miss that and, and, and not get one right or, you know, try a theory and go, oh, well, yeah, that didn't work perfectly. Maybe we, you know, and, and so that's probably the biggest thing. And with new people coming in and everything, I'll never forget years ago, you know, Judy Mosby had actually asked me about, you know, some of the new people coming in and, and, and who they were and different stuff and 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 I, you know, kind of told her, I was like, you know, my biggest fear is really, I think about the amount of times I get it wrong with my training and my background. I'm not perfect. I'm yeah. human. Um, so, I, so I have this initial fear of, well, how many times are they going to get it wrong? 
So, and, and truthfully, with the processes, how we do it, what I've learned over the years of the new people coming in and all that is that, yeah, it's still my job to help train and to help make sure that they do things well and they learn ask, ask, ask. Every time you don't know, ask, get somebody. We are a giant team. We have a deep bench. We can find anything out. So, you know, get to the right person. So sometimes I still need to get to that right person. And I understand that. And I teach that through everybody else. And then I can help them make sure they're doing the right thing too. So that's, that really is the most challenging is just trying to be right a hundred percent of the time. I know. And that's something you know, I want to be right on, on what, what I know 100% of the time. I mean, it's just you don't want to let people down, essentially, is what it is. Especially yeah. customers, you don't want to let them down. Uh, so I can totally see where that would be, you know, the hardest part, especially we're, we're talking about homes that range from new construction homes to 100-year-old homes, yeah. all sorts of stuff to know. You know you're probably not going to be right 100% of the time, but, man, do you want to strive for it. And that's yeah. great. I mean, that's what makes a great company. They're always striving for the best. Oh, yeah. And and so let's kind of look real quick at this on-the-road segment yeah. with this bathroom visit last night because it was a different one because, you know, they, they wanted a kitchen. They wanted a master bathroom. They wanted a hall bathroom. Um, we were kind of talking through each room, but when we got to the master bathroom, you know, everyone always wants a bigger shower, and, and but they're always talking about where can the tub fit and how do we do it. And, you know, a lot of people get rid of their tubs. But, it, you know, really, the probably the main question I ask all the time, do you use your tub? You know, 99% of the time, nope, no tub whatsoever. No one uses it. Get rid of it. We don't care. She says every night. And I was like, ah, ha, ha, I found the point five, you know, because people do. Yeah. It's about, you know, asking them what they do and how do they do it. And she basically was like, every night I take a nice hot bath to relax. That's my thing. I use it. I love it. We started talking about a wet room with a tub and a shower, and that makes the shower bigger. How can we fit them both in there? But then when we got to the hall bath, you know, there, there's standard four inch tile from years ago mm -hmm. and it's loose and it's fallen. And you know, it's, it's, I'm like, this is getting ready to come down. Like it really truly oh. is. It's so old. Um, and they have grandkids that visit and take baths in there. Not a lot. She's a couple times a year, but I'm like, you know, so all of a sudden we're setting the priority on the, the least expensive project, the smallest room, but really what needs to be done and, and how do we do it? And, keep them safe and all that stuff. But it's great, you know, for us because I can be that advisor and I don't really have to worry about it with our processes and everything because we have so much referral and repeat business. It's, it's out of this world. So I know if I do this small bathroom, that master bath or that kitchen will absolutely be next on the list. I don't have to worry about that. And it kind of gives me the groundwork to be able to be a good advisor and just say, yeah. yep, this is this is what we need to do, and this is why, and this is where I would start. And I even kind of told them, you know, this would be a good starting ground for try us out, do this project, right. you know, think about it and all of that. And it kind of be a right bath thing that we can get mm -hmm. into here in a little bit. 
Um, but you know, it's just about doing the best and, and the right thing for everybody. And then you'll get that repeat business and all of that. So, Hey, let's take our break here. And when we return, we'll have my hack and we can get into some of that other bathroom stuff. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And now, here's Rich's Right at Home Hack. All right, guys, here we go. We're back. We got Rich's right at home hack here, and this is an interesting one. You know, there's a list of items that are not great to store in your bathroom. This is just the one item I found to be most surprising, but prescription medications. You know, while many people store their medications in their bathroom, I mean, it is called a medicine cabinet after all, right? So that's what it was always there for, pills and potions. So but if you read on your prescriptions, you know, almost all of them say don't keep them in a humid place. Keep them in a cool, dry environment. And the bathroom is just not that environment. So I kind of urge everybody, you know, keep your prescriptions somewhere else, not inside the bathroom. Out of reach of children, of course, as always. But and, you know, the same recommendation applies for like your vitamins and everything else. So get rid of that medicine cabinet store elsewhere if you guys want to hear this hack or any of my hacks every week you can find them all on facebook just search rich oris mosby on facebook take you right to me gotta love that and so we're going to get back to this bathroom talk here with with todd bachman by my side kind of being the guide here doing the questions doing the interviewing we've turned the tables a tad and We've kind of put this back towards me, which is kind of fun, kind of cool. You know, I've, I've done interviews and in, in TV a little yeah. bit and news, but I've, I've never really on this show gotten to just tell all and answer the questions. And so what else do you need to know, Todd? What are you thinking about? Well, I love your hack. That's a fantastic idea. That's not something you necessarily intuitively would think about, right? You mentioned yeah. uh, the medicine cabinet <laughs> has the word 
medicine in it. Yeah. So yeah, let's go ahead and store medicine in it. So that was great. So, you know, over the years, you've seen all sorts of things. We're talking about bathrooms today. Uh, can you tell us any more, you know, personal bathroom accounts that you may have had? Uh, some of the, maybe the craziest bathroom stories you can think of? Anything oh, wow. offhand? Yeah. So, I mean, first off, I'd probably say just for like personal things, you know, what we were talking about, kind of schooling and learning and educating and all these different things, you know, what I've come to realize over the years is basically that you just don't know what you don't know. Yeah. It just, it, you don't, you haven't learned it. So, you know, even doing bathrooms like years back for other companies, you know, there was some ways we did stuff that, you know, seemed right at the time. It's, it's what they told us to do. It's mm -hmm. what the boss said. It's how, you know, so I did some stuff and showers and tile. And now I'm kind of like, oh, wow, there's such better ways to do these things. How we um, do the backing and everything to showers so that basically if the grout cracks, it's not going to leak into your framing. It's not, you know, one of the most common things I think I've seen over the years is, you know, the shower niches where you store the shampoo mm -hmm. and everything. They basically just put that inside the wall, a little Dura rock. Yeah. Put the tile inside that wall. Well, when that grout breaks, that Dura rock will soak up water. Water will run through the seams, run through the corners. I've seen more leaks because of a shower niche inside a wall system that's not protected by the backing. And I used to build it that way. That's the right. way they had us do it. I mean, it's what we knew. Yeah. You know, and, and I've even had like a siding job where we found bad plywood. We tear the plywood off and, and, and actually they glued the tile to the back of the exterior sheeting. Mm -hmm. So we're looking in the person's shower when that plywood comes down. And it's because of all oh, the wow. moisture getting into that wood. So it's like, wow, I used to build that kind of not the best way, but it, it worked, it functioned for a while, it might've caused leaks, but, you know, so that's really learning from then to now how to get through all that and the best practices and, you know, how to really build it the best way possible is the most personal thing for me is doing things so differently nowadays. It's amazing. Yeah, and you didn't do it to cut corners or there's no oh, yeah, bad no. Uh, intent behind it. It was just, that's what, they thought was the best technique at that point. So if you have, if you're a homeowner with maybe an older home, older bathrooms, you have to think, you know, maybe you know, they didn't do it the right way back then, not because they were trying to, you know, save money. It was just, that was just the way it was. Uh, yeah. So yeah, if you're thinking about doing your bathroom, uh, definitely think about that. Yep. Absolutely. Same thing with codes too. You know, I right. just, I was talking with somebody yesterday about their basement stairs and mm -hmm. they were kind of like, well, but our stairs were like that when we bought the house. It's, yeah, no, exactly. They built the house. The stairs were fine for that time. Mm -hmm. But now this time, the codes are different. They've changed them. They figured out what went wrong, and they want it right. So, you know, if you don't touch your stairs, they won't make you do anything to it. But the minute you go to do something to it, you want to make it oak instead of carpet, you got to change the whole yeah. gamut. You got to mm -hmm. fix it right. You got to get, you know... And they're like, okay, so yeah, maybe we'll just re-carpet the basement stairs again then. I'm like, that'd be a good idea. Right. Yeah. You know, we won't have to rebuild them. <laughs> I find that with decks, too. That's a big thing with older yeah. decks. 
people will go to, I want to make some repairs to my deck. It's 30 years old. It needs some new boards. Yeah, well, that thing's out of code. You know, that thing's yeah. definitely not built the way it should. Yeah. So uh, a lot of times we recommend you got to just replace the deck. This is not up to snuff anymore. Yep. Uh, and that's a big safety issue. Obviously, there's we hear stories every year about, unfortunately, like deck collapses and things like that. Big yep. safety issue. Absolutely. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, let's maybe dive into, you mentioned uh, last segment about, you know, bathroom remodeling. You talked about right bath. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, kind of a division we have within Mosby Building Arts. It's for smaller bathrooms, people that are just wanting to keep the same layout, but maybe just switch up what's there versus more of the custom bathrooms. Well, you know, what can you talk about with that? So, yeah, so right bath is really... Um it's a process. It's just a different way to get through the process when you have, you know, bathrooms that need a little less. Yeah. You know, like I was talking about the one, it's it's a five by eight bathroom. It's got a tub. It's got a toilet. It's got a vanity. You know, the vanity's not going to change size. You're not going to move things around. You're not going to do a whole lot to it. Well, we've got this easy process to get everybody through that with selections and everything. And it's a easy quick way to come up with the the cost of the bathroom too because mm -hmm. you know it's really one of the reasons we developed it was you know so many people want to know well what's a bathroom cost and i'm like well you know depends on what you're putting in it yeah. so greatly it's amazing i've done bathrooms with with five six thousand dollar bathtubs they're not even they're still in a crate right you know so yeah so like that bathroom you can bet is like six thousand dollars more than the other one, yeah, you know, so it's just a path to help people select, figure it out, know what it is. It's really setting good expectations, getting to the answers and, and letting people understand, you know, what they're going to get, communicating it well. So that versus design build, you know, when you're in that master bathroom. So like when we were talking about the master bath, mm -hmm. I'm like, well, now you're kind of design build. We're going to probably show you two or three versions of this bathroom. One might not have a tub. One might have a tub. One might be the wet room we talked about where it's all one area closed off with glass and the tub and the shower is in there together. And it's this, you know, oasis for you to walk into. And mm -hmm. it's, it's smooth transition and all that stuff. So, you know, that takes a lot more. And in the right bath version... You know, we've learned, we've been doing it so long now, we've also learned over the years that we can do more in it. Yeah. You know, it's no longer just, it's got to be this size, it's got to be this layout, it's got to be this stuff. You know, um, I, I had one for a great repeat client that, you know, they just had a wall between the toilet and the shower area mm -hmm. with a door and kind of about a, you know, six by 10 maybe bathrooms. And they're like, can we get rid of this wall and make the vanity a little bigger and kind of, you know, make this more open? And, and I was like, absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. we got some switches to move. We've got, we can figure that out and we don't necessarily need to go through that entire, you know, designing process. And, and all these need a designing process. We still need drawings to pull permits, to let them know what we're doing and how we're doing it. And, all of that, but we can figure it out and get to the answer and get to the selections. Just a little speeded up process, you know, a little more streamlined and easier for the clients to get through. 
Yeah, and that's an excellent option to have if you, you know, you're not looking for something grandiose, you just want it to be functional and updated, but you don't want it to drag on, there's the right bath option for you. That's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned wet bar, or not wet bars, excuse me, wet rooms. Yeah. So that's coming into play more with homeowners. That's a new trend that's happening, and that's the the shower and the tub are within the same enclosed area, yep. right? So my question about that is there different um, you know, ventilation options that you have to think about with something like that when you have maybe a larger portion of the room that's going to be enclosed and have moisture yeah. around it. Yeah, I mean, you definitely, we think greatly about that ventilation in, in, in all the bathrooms, yeah. um, getting the right sized fan for the area. Um, it definitely is an area that you want to have a really good, strong fan. Um, you want to take it to the outside, get yeah. it outside, insulate the pipes that are in the attic, put backdraft dampers in them. We've got this whole, you know, ventilation process, but you do want to keep it as dry as possible. You know, we recommend running those fans for 20 or 30 minutes after you're out of the room. So mm -hmm. on a wet room like that, I would say if you're inclined enough to squeegee down walls, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Get it all to the floor leave a glass you know shower door open run that fan for at least probably for a wet room i'd say 30 40 minutes after you're out of that room and you can do this on a timer switch yeah you know you can do it on a motion switch where once you you, know, you can set it once you stop moving it'll just run for 30 minutes and then shut itself off so you don't have to be around you know to do that or just punch the timer 30 minutes walk out the door go to work fan runs help dries out the room and you know gets it all kind of put back in order for you yeah and a great part with the exhaust fans they have nowadays is they're really quiet it's not like an old school exhaust fan where you're going to hear it from yes. like the first floor from the second floor it's it's super quiet that you don't even know that it's on half the time you're like you have to think wait a second is it, did that turn on oh it did okay yeah it is super nice how quiet those things are yeah it's awesome absolutely okay excellent well as what what more can we talk about with the uh, semi-custom versus uh kind of the more right bath type what about you mentioned the tub and should my master bathroom have a tub what would you say on that so i would say it's an open-ended question it depends a lot on the person um, and how they answer those questions so um, but let's get into our last final break here and we'll dwell deeper into that right after this when we return after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, guys, we are back. Final segment here. We're having a, a great time, you know, with, with, with my main man here, Todd Bachman, kind of interviewing, asking the questions, guiding the conversation here. You know, with me, there's a first time for everything, and we're having a ton of fun with it. Yeah. I did want to remind everybody out there quickly before we got back into it that, um, you know, we're talking a lot about bathrooms today and the processes and what we go through. And, you know, I just want to let everybody know if, if you're thinking about any project for your home, much less a bathroom, you know, if you want me to come out and check this out, you want to see and hear about these processes and what we do. And if it's a great fit for you, I would encourage everybody. It's worth the conversation to know what you can have, what you can get, and what some of those differences would be. You can give us a call at our office at 314-909-1800. Look us up online. So much information online. It's out of this world. Call Mosby.com, like a phone call, C A L L. MOSBY.com, and you'll find out everything about me, all our people, everybody in the company. You can see photos of projects, everything. It's a great thing to check out. You'll see a ton of these bathrooms that we do, um, and, and, and we have a great time doing it. And so, Todd, you were kind of asking about that. You know, my wife has the same remarks all the time about like a tub shower combo in a master bath, you know. You were saying, you know, should we have it? Um, and my wife has always been on this thing about uh, every home should have it. If you got a master bathroom like that, you should just have the combo. And I'm telling you right now, like I was talking about earlier, I got that 0.5 person that yeah. said, yep, I bathe every night. When I ask that question, I'm telling you, 99% of people do not use that bathtub. They're like, yep, it holds my dirty laundry until I get to it. <laughs> it you know, and, and um, for even for me and my wife, neither of us really ever used it that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife even had a friend that lived out in Illinois that would come out to our place in O'Fallon, Missouri. She would stay for the weekend, and literally she loved our bathtub. She used our bathtub more than me or my wife and she lived in another state so yes you can get rid of that bathtub um of course you got the real estate thing you gotta have a tub in the house you know with your Mm -hmm. kids and everything have a tub in the hall bathroom near the bedrooms near the kids they could have their stuff in there it could be closed off you know guests don't have to go there whatever it's not in your little oasis area and you can get that good, big, awesome, cool, you know, shower that, that everybody wants and, and deserves. And, you know, I, it's funny. I, I tell my wife, too, when we have this conversation, I'm like, if we went house shopping and we looked at a master bathroom that didn't have a tub, but it had the most awesome shower ever, she would probably never even remember if it had a tub right. or not. Yeah. And she showers. She would love an awesome shower. You know, so it's like. You can get what you want and not necessarily worry about that next person so much. Um, and that's what we do here designing. And really, it's about figuring out 
what's going to work for you make it your forever home make it so you don't want to leave anyways so who cares about return on investment because you're never leaving that house anyhow get what's going to make you happy and want to stay and and then you can keep everything else around you and it's awesome it's just a great experience and and you don't have to worry about that so yeah have a tub if you're a tub person uh, don't if you're not in the master bathroom it's perfectly fine and if you are a tub person man there's some air jet tubs out oh, yeah. there they're clean they're sanitary they are awesome mm -hmm. they are not like if you used to like a jacuzzi tub but really didn't like it because of you know the dirt and, and the mold and, and how the water was in the lines well these are not this way i'd say look into those air jet tubs they are awesome that's great advice yeah, especially if you're going to be in your home 15, 20, 30 years, trends change. They're cyclical. Oh, yeah. So you can't really predict what someone's going to like in 15, 20 years. It could be totally different. You have no idea. You yes. know, we talked about the the wet room, yeah. with the, the shower and the tub inside one area. You know, that just started gaining popularity a few years ago. And people probably didn't think about that 20 years ago. Hey, this is going to be the new hot thing in 2022. You know, well, you didn't and worry about it. And they've been doing that in Europe for years. Yeah. You know, it's that's how a lot of their stuff is. And it's like, so all of a sudden we kind of go, huh. You know, it's like we talk about, you know, St. Louis and Missouri. Mm -hmm. We're in the center of the country. Everything starts on the east and west coast yeah. and works its way in. And we're kind of that, you know, classic scrubby Dutch, like, we don't want to dive in head first. Let's see how it works. Let's get it over here. Well, it's the same way into the whole country. We find these things from Europe and these other places, and we're like, oh, yeah, that's kind of an awesome thing. Maybe we should try that, and it works well. Right. I wanted to ask you about an issue that I hear about from time to time as far as toilet and back-to-back -back toilets specifically when you have two bathrooms that are right next to each other back-to-back. -back. You have an issue with one toilet sucking water from the other, I yes. hear this from time to time. It is an issue. Actually, my parents went through it uh, several years ago before I worked at Mosby. They had their bathroom remodeled. They had the, this issue, yeah. and they're like, what is going on? Yeah, and it's quite crazy that, um, you know, basically when one toilet flushes, the venting can suck the water out of the bowl from the other toilet. Um, in which once that water's out of the bowl, that's like your trap. That keeps the smells yeah. in the pipe and not in the room. So, yeah, so basically what has happened is, you know, homes built years ago, 1965 or so or before, they used this double sanitary tea where they would put it on the stack, the four inch stack, and basically the toilets were right back to back, straight pipe. They both go into the same pipe. And it's very common. I'm sure everyone's seen these bathroom layouts where, you know, the bathrooms, the hall and the master, or whatever, they're right back to back. And the toilets are actually right next to one another on the other side of the wall. And so in developing toilets to flush better, and making toilets flush with less water, mm -hmm. you know, because it's a great thing. We want to preserve water. You know, the government said, yep, all the toilets now have to be, you know, use so little water. Well, they developed these toilets to flush with such power now that it pushes air into that second line through that T. 
and it'll bubble up and it'll suck the water right out of the other toilet. Yeah. Um, and it happens in some newer homes too, you know, where I've seen it when the toilet's right next to the bathtub and we put in one of these newer toilets and it literally just sucks the, the water right out of the trap in the bathtub and they, they find it with the smell and you're like, mm-hmm. well, just, yeah, you just got to keep making sure if it's not a bathtub you use on a daily basis, every now and then you got to put the water back in the trap, run the tub, dump a cup of water in there. But so there is a way to redo the stack to correct this issue on these back-to-back toilets. And it takes some work, you know, down in the basement. If it's on a second floor, it can affect the first floor. But it's really where these pipes tie in, and you need to just lower one of the toilets, put it on a Y so that the the air is forced downward into the pipe and not pushing it directly through that T into the other pipe. And that'll correct that issue with these newer toilets. And I've seen it where, you know, the the bathrooms aren't directly back-to-back, but they're still set up that way. And one toilet's 10, 12, 15 feet away, and it still does that, even from that far away. And you just got to rework that stack and fix that issue. Okay. So it is an issue that can be fixed. And Yeah. Okay. Uh, What about upgrading electrical for your bathroom? If if you're going to be remodeling your bathroom, uh, they're now, you know, in the past few years, there's certain electrical codes that you have to meet, right? It's oh, yes. It's got to be on a dedicated circuit. Is that right? Yes, okay. absolutely. And that's a that's a big thing because, you know, even not that long ago, um, they would put all these GFIs together. Mm-hmm. So they would run like the exterior GFI on the same circuit with the bathrooms. And it's just draws too much power Uh, people use a lot of power in their bathrooms with blow dryers and curling irons and there's you know these devices draw a lot of amps so again like we were talking about the stairs and the different thing they change these codes over the years so they've changed that code to say each individual bathroom needs its own dedicated circuit that way other circuits won't trip when they're trying to use all this And there's a couple other things to think about, too, because in older homes, you might have a 100-amp panel. Mm -hmm. That may not supply enough power to get, you know, 20 amps in three different bathrooms. That's like half your panel. Yeah. So you might have to upgrade to a 200-amp panel, um, or you might have an older, you know, Federal Pacific that needs upgrading because of safety issues and fire hazards, um, and, and that, and the other thing is smoke detectors too. Mm. That's a newer code too. And when we have the opportunity and we're running that circuit to a bathroom, they'll make us update those smoke detectors and they'll say, yep, they need to be hardwired, interconnected through the house. One talks to the other. It's a safety thing. And the reason they make us do it is because we're already running these lines. We're coming out of the panel, you know, it's easier. It's the time to do it. Yeah. So it's a safety issue, and I recommend everybody that they go ahead and do it, you know, and try not to sidestep it. Don't let people talk you out of getting permits and things like that because of issues like that, because quite frankly, it could save your life. Absolutely. You know, it, it's it's amazing. But That's yeah. why you got to call the pros, because, you, you know, they it. all know this. <laughs> yep. So, again, I tell everybody, give us a call. 
at our office, 314-909-1800. Have me come out and check it out. Todd, I had a lot of fun. This was awesome. Thanks for the questions and the interview. For everybody else, we'll talk to everybody next week. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 